0: Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network.
1: This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high-adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 Central on ABC and stream on Hulu.
0: This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So...
1: We're back on the Bent News Network. I'm Ray Coob.
0: I'm Marcus Goldman.
1: And we'll get caught up and tell you what else is going on when you need to know.
0: Get bent.
1: Or we'll just tell you, because it was news that came out last week while we were away. Marcus Dolly Parton has dropped the name and her release date and a star-studded lineup for her new album, Rockstar, 30 Songs, out November 11th. He picked a good date, eleven eleven. You know what I'm saying?
0: That was a very excellent date to choose. And some amazing musicians on this album. John Fogerty, Stevie Nicks, Mick Fleetwood, Peter Frampton, Steve Perry, Sting, Elton John, Stephen Tyler, Paulie Mack, Pat Benatar, Ringo Starr.
1: She's got all kinds of people doing songs that they're associated with and also songs they're not associated with. It's kind of an all-star throwdown and there she is at the middle of all of it. Just saying as an example, Marcus Lizzo playing on Stairway to Heaven. Hello! Rockstar out in November. This one came across my dashboard on vacation in the French Quarter and you know, Marcus, they're going to release at Newport from Joni Mitchell, her performance from last year at the Newport Folk Festival. So cool that it's coming out for everybody.
0: Rose and flows of angel hair And ice cream castles in the air And feather canyons everywhere I heard a little bit of this, and it sounds fantastic. Joni Mitchell still sounds really excellent for having recovered from her health issues. The
1: highlight of last year's Newport show was really supposed to be Paul Simon returning. Unbeknownst to others, they snuck her in, man. How do you sneak Joni Mitchell into anything, right? But there she was, the queen at the center of it all, and now we're going to get the album. It's hitting on July 28th on CD and vinyl. Gotta say, Marcus, that with this next band, you and I have been quote-unquote in the club since the very beginning. Queens of the Stone Age, of course, descended from Caius, announcing a new album, June 16th in Time's New Roman. Can't wait to hear it, and the first track sounds sweet to my ears.
0: I'm loving the first track as well. Big fan of this band and very stoked for new music from them. So to hear that first song definitely is a teaser and a taste of what we can expect from that record. Stoked to hear the new Queens of the Stone Age.
1: It's always better when you're not expecting it and you love it like that on first listen. Yep. Another band that catches your ear and drags it 20 yards, Avenged Sevenfold, releasing a new song from their forthcoming album, Life is But a Dream. June 2nd, sweetheart.
0: I dig this tune, it's been a while since we've had anything from these cats, so I was stoked and the fact that some of this work is inspired by writer Albert Camus who is famous for The Stranger and the Plague, which in these current times you should actually reread both of those books, one's like 192 pages, the other one's like 250 pages, so they're easy reads, but very relevant today. And I'm curious to hear the rest of that record and how it ties in with those cats. Plus, psychedelic drugs are a part of it, too. <laughs> uh, I think you're
1: right, brother. You know, Marcus, when I was in New Orleans, somewhere in the middle of Frenchman Street, somebody was playing Gone Down the Road Feeling Bad. And it made me think about the upcoming finale for Dead and Company. It's really the end of touring for The Dead, etc. The remaining members all agreeing this is it. And a big thank you to the fans. All shows will be live streamed in 4K and HD and can be watched live or on demand with 48 hours of unlimited playback. Single and multi-night passes are on sale now. So it's for the fans. If you're a taper, you're going to be spending a lot of time at the computer, dude.
0: And you'll be able to enjoy all of those hallucinogenics from the comfort of your own living room.
1: Whoa, what was that? (laughs)
0: Dude, I saw Jerry.
1: The only sad news is that uh, Billy Kreutzman will not be participating in the upcoming tour. He's in great spirits, but not the best of health. Wishing him all the best as he chills while they bring it into the station. Of course, the last show is Marcus, mid-July san francisco of course foo fighters in the news as they have been a lot lately marcus they're talking about some dates in the uk and in that story that i read online there's talk about rufus taylor from the darkness son of queens roger taylor and a close friend of taylor hawkins being the new drummer in the band
0: what have you heard you know we've heard all of these same rumors I think over the last bunch of months as things have been heating up with the Foo Fighters new music and their tour dates popping up here and there and they're doing a great job keeping it a secret but my money since this conversation began a while back is Rufus Taylor I think he makes sense, I think he's a phenomenal drummer, the darkness are great, I think His style fits with the Foo Fighters, and he does a great job in the way that Taylor Hawkins did and in the way that Dave Grohl would feel comfortable with somebody behind him. And for as much as it would be cool to have someone like Matt Cameron behind the kit, there is absolutely no way he could do Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, and the Foo Fighters. He just couldn't do it.
1: Lining up dates in the UK to go with their already announced shows. Stay tuned, foos! Speaking of shows, U2 now up to 25 dates at the MSG Sphere, which is getting ready for its opening. It'll be interesting to see what the long-term prognosis is for the Sphere venue. Recent reports indicate that the cost overrun is higher than expected. You two getting ready to open the thing, and I think it's going to be wildly
0: successful.
1: Looking ahead, a great pairing for the fall.
0: Psychedelic Furs and Squeeze are going to be hitting the road from early September through mid-October. I am stoked to see this show. I have never seen Squeeze live. I've seen the Psych Furs live a couple of times in the 80s, once at the legendary Red Rocks in Colorado. So to see these cats at least one final time would be really nice great live bands and a great discography from both bands
1: they kick it off at radio city music hall in new york they'll be near us in philly at the met in september rolling on through the midwest and california here they come ending up in la at the greek and in vegas at the pearl theater october 14th should be a great run Stevie Nicks just keeps adding tour dates, Marcus. Another Baker's Dozen 13 shows added to her 2023 tour. Milwaukee, Houston, Austin, Pittsburgh, New York at the Garden, Buffalo, Memphis, Savannah, Allentown at the PPL Center, Detroit, San Diego, Inglewood, and Palm Desert. All added to what she already had lined up for the year. Miss Nicks is getting busy.
0: She still loves to perform and she's gonna while she can.
1: We have chronicled here on Bent News the progress from their first COVID reality days as the uh, Sunday afternoon lunch pair, now known as and Toya, have announced a tour. And we've talked about this, Marcus. It's an actual tour.
0: It is. The Sunday lunch rock party tour is going to be in England beginning September 30th, ending just before Halloween in Birmingham on the 29th of October. What a brilliant idea, and I'm just sad that no U.S. dates have been announced as of yet.
1: And keep that red alert light spinning, Marcus, because February 2024, we'll see Rick Wakeman leave the house without the dog, going on the road for a U.K. tour starting in Glasgow and Scotland and finishing in Bristol, all in February Twenty Twenty Four, Act One, Classic. Yes, Act Two, Journey, journey to the, the Sentence of the Earth. earth. A pair of sad losses in rock and roll this week. Marcus, remember at the beginning of the Police episode where we were talking about Curved Air being the intersection for the guys as they uh, came together as the Police?
0: Yes, I remember that.
1: Got noticed that Francis Monkman, founding member of Curved Air, and Sky has passed away at age 73. I actually saw it on Facebook while we were away. Sad to hear it. He worked with a lot of cool people and is well-respected. Francis Monkman, gone at 73. And our next passing is bassist John Giblin, who was primarily known for his work with Kate Bush but also had credits with Paul McCartney, Phil Collins, Eric Clapton, Elton John, and was a member of Simple Minds in the 80s.
0: He also toured with Peter Gabriel. This guy had a huge resume. In memory of John, Kate Bush wrote on her website, everyone loved John. He was a really beautiful man in every sense of the word. Everybody wanted to work with him because he was such a great talent and everyone wanted to be his friend because he was such a wonderful person. She added, I love John so very much. He was one of my very dearest and closest friends for over 40 years. I loved working with him, not just because he was such an extraordinary musician, because he was always huge amounts of fun. We would often laugh so much that we would just have to give into it and sit and roar with laughter for a while.
1: Condolences to all. You know, Marcus, we talk about this stuff, and sometimes we forget that all those people that he played with are in mourning for the man this past week. A couple episode updates here on the Bent News Update. I found a couple things before we actually put it out that needed correcting. It's funny how these things go, right?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm talking about the song, I Need a Man to Love Me, and I left the word me off. And it pissed me off. So I didn't want to piss any of you off. And I wanted to correct that here and something you said stuck with me. And when I was putting the whole thing together at the end of Janice singing Mercedes Benz in Boston at at, uh, Harvard stadium, you can hear the drummer trying to like, start up something and it had a little bit of a revival feel the organ tries to kick in and maybe that's the way it could have gone and maybe you were right when you said that thing had many miles to go before it was done developing and maybe even though it has stood out as one of the greats from that album maybe it was gonna be more always trying to figure out what the hell happened right yeah We've got a great release lined up for this Monday wherever you get your podcast and at imbalancehistory.com. Marcus?
0: I'm stoked for this week's release because we're talking about a period rolling from the 80s into the 90s. You had the hair bands, you had the alternative scene, you had hardcore punk which was dying out but switching. You had a new wave of ska coming up and there was so much happening but Between the metal and the alternative and the grunge and everything that was happening, there was this bridge that these four bands really made, taking us into the 90s. And I'm talking about Jane's Addiction, The Cult, Faith No More, and Living Color. Four bands who helped develop rock and roll in the 90s and the 2000s and all big players in how rock and roll evolved.
1: What we found along the way though, were other bands who were part of the flow from before some of them through along with some of them. And of course, coming along after them and the huge explosion of the nineties. It's a lot of fun. We had fun talking about it. We hope that you'll enjoy it this Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. We are on the Pantheon Podcast Network, a product of Dark Doc Media. On the Bent News Network, I'm Ray Kube.
0: I'm Marcus so, Goldman.
1: When you need to know...